God's word to us through the Apostle Paul is written in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 to 3. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. These are God's words. Please be seated. Dear students, staff, and faculty, things usually go better when people work together. Think of a sports team, and usually there's more wins if they're able to work together. Choirs and bands can have a beautiful harmony if they're all on the same page. So today, too, as we consider God's message to the Ephesians, we ask this question. How can we better unite in conveying Christ's love? Our love for others is important to Jesus. Think of it, on the very night before he was going to die for the sins of the world, he took time to command his disciples to love one another. And later, he prayed for them, what we call the high priestly prayer in John 17, where he asked the Lord to bring them together, to unite them in his love, just as Jesus was united to the Father. But, of course, they are like us. Sometimes we distance ourselves from each other because of a quarrel, a disagreement, perhaps... We've hurt each other, we're holding a grudge, and it just sort of keeps us apart. It's like someone getting up in the morning, and you've heard the phrase, getting out of the wrong side of the bed. Seems like that person, no matter what you say to them, they're going to be grumpy, they're going to take your words the wrong way. When people are in that kind of a bad mood, don't expect a lot of help from them in your life. But you see, we can be the ones, in a sense, getting out of the wrong side of the bed because of our sinful nature. If it controls our thinking, it keeps us from uniting together in Christ's love. Other things uh, which can keep us from conveying Christ's love are having differences in, in our culture or different goals. Again, think of a soccer team. How well are they going to do if they're not communicating with each other, or a band or a choir? How are they going to blend if they're not following the director? As believers, of course, we have Christ directing our lives. He communicates to us through his word. But when we don't listen, we can't unite in love, making a lasting difference for good in the lives of other people. The Christians in Ephesus had their differences, and they had to get over them. See, some were of a Jewish background, and they followed the traditions of the Old Testament. Others were foreigners that became Christians, and they lived very different lifestyles. What helped them to unite? What lesson can we learn from them? Well, the Apostle Paul, in another part of his letter to the Ephesians, said that one of the things we needed to remember is that we have a common enemy. 
Their fight wasn't just about traditions, but against spiritual forces of evil. And what he was telling them is the only way that the believers were going to stand is if they stood together so that they could encourage each other and pray for each other, just as Jesus wanted them to do. Paul also wrote, walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. God had called them, just as he called us, from unbelief to faith in Christ. So no matter what our differences, we all started with the same common problem. We were dead in our trespasses and sins, the Apostle Paul writes. Like all the others, we were by nature objects of God's wrath. It takes superhuman strength to help us out of our dilemma. Unfortunately, we are as powerless as a dead person to escape our problems. So God, out of his great love for us, sent his son Jesus to change everything. Paul wrote, it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And it's not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Our debt of sin was an astronomical number. And yet Jesus' death on the cross paid for every one of those sins so that nothing stands between us and the open door of heaven. Without any distinction of who we are or what we've done, the Holy Spirit worked faith in us through the good news of Christ. And we are now united with Christ. That means we have his forgiveness. We have credited to us his perfect love. We have a common goal of eternal life someday, and we already now have a new life in Christ. Since we are together in Christ, Paul wrote, there's one body and one spirit, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. Paul was not talking about some outward form of unity, but of all believers who are in Christ that we are each a part of the body of Christ with Jesus himself as the head. He is our Lord, and we love and serve him. We do have the Holy Spirit, who has been working through this good news of Christ to give us peace in our hearts and love for one another. As baptized believers, we are members of the same family with Jesus Christ as our Lord and God is our Father, and we share a common goal of eternal life with our loving God. All of this helps us to look beyond ourselves and to be concerned for others and to pray for others until the time when we all reach the goal of eternal life. What should this unity in Christ move us to do? The apostle wrote in our verses, walk with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. As Christians, we, we realize that greatness does not mean how many people know us or how many people serve us. We are in this world to reflect the love of Christ our Savior as we serve others. And as we remember how patient God has been with us, we can learn patience for others as well. 
And when friends and family follow the desires of that sinful nature and hurt us in some way, we begin to think Jesus has already forgiven their sins just like he forgave us, and now we can forgive as well. So in Christ, we need to stay united against the power of sin and the forces of evil through the gospel the Holy Spirit has given us faith in Christ as our Savior, the more we focus on Christ's perfect love in our place and of his forgiveness through his sacrifice for us, the more we will follow his lead and love and serve others. Amen.